Good morning. Welcome to my daily pursuit. My name is Ezes. Today we are going to be looking at the devotion for January 15th. And the lesson text is taken from Psalm 29 verse 1 to 2. And it says, Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Hallelujah. Going straight to the devotion, it says, we were born to worship. I'm going to let that sink in for a few seconds. We were born to worship. You know, part of the, the purpose of man, we were born to worship. If we are not worshiping God in the beauty of holiness, we have missed our reason for being born. I embrace the idea that worship is the delightful, awesome, humbling, wonderful experience that we can have in varying degrees. It does not take a building to create worship. If you burn down the church building and drive away all the people, you have not disturbed Christian worship at all. Keep a Christian from entering the church sanctuary and you have not in the least bit hindered his worship. We carry our sanctuary with us. Hallelujah. We never leave it. I'm just going to pause there for a minute. You know, we carry our sanctuary with us. The place of worship, the altar of worship, it resides in us as believers. You know, when Jesus died, he was living and he said, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit lives in you and I. And by the help of the Holy Spirit, we can render our worship to God anywhere. Amen. Going back to the devotion, it says, we do not enter into a building and then commence to worship. If you are not worshiping God on Monday morning as you worshipped him the day before, perhaps you are not worshiping him at all. So it's telling us here, worship is not just for Sunday morning only. That's not the day you choose to be righteous, to be holy, and then on Monday you just walk away like someone who is not a Christian. No, worship is every day, everywhere, every time. Now, going back again, it says, when Christians lose their love for God, they become sick. The lack of worship as a natural, spontaneous, and continual thing is a sure sign of spiritual sickness. One generation lets this slip a little. It affects the next generation and the next until there is no real overwhelming desire to worship God. Then worship has to be created from the outside, but that is never true worship. There's a write-up here by 4th century Greek English trans by Gerard Moultrie. It says, let all mortal flesh keep silence and with fear and trembling stand. Ponder nothing earthly minded, for with blessings in his hand, Christ our God to earth descendeth, our full homage to demand. I pray as you go about your day today that you will carry that consciousness, that you do not need to be in the four walls of a church or assume a particular position first before you can worship. You can worship God 
any day of the week. You can worship God wherever you are, in your home, at work, in the mall, as you're driving. You can worship him because our sanctuary is in us. Isn't that wonderful? Praise the Lord. There's a prayer here. It says, Dear God, I come before you in fear and trembling and experience you as you long to share yourself. Let me know you in the beauty of thy holiness. Amen. I wanted to open your mouth this morning and come before God in fear and trembling. And ask for the grace to experience the Lord for as long as the Lord wants to share himself with us. You know, I think it's Tozad that said it in one of his books that only the things that satisfy God can satisfy us because we are like God. And so worship satisfies God. And as you give that worship, you also get satisfied. And I pray as you go out of your, as you go out today, that the Lord will give you a revelation of the beauty of his holiness in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Until next time when I bring you an amazing episode by God's grace. Have a wonderful day. Don't forget to share, share, share. Hallelujah.